আগে সি খুলে গে কমেন্ট লং কৌস বাবো নয়লে সিবসুগু সিসু ডিসকাস দিস ইম্পর্টেন্ট মেথাস উইচ আন্ডুফুন গুটি বানা লিখুলে রিস্টোরিং দ্য চেচ সো দ্যাট উই রিফ্লেক্ট দ্যাট উইচ ইউ ইউ অলওয়েজ হেড ইন ইউ হার্ট কনসার্নিং দ্য ব্রাইড the body of Christ in the earth. Yes, and Father, we are privileged to be alive in 2020 and beyond so that through us your will can be fulfilled in our families, in our cities, and in our nation. And we thank you, O God, in Jesus' name, even for tonight, for your word. We thank you for revelation. We thank you for truth. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Hallelujah. Eh bazoni namhlanje we sikhuluma nge our topic is the the gift of tongues speaking in other tongues. Eh out of the nine nine gifts e bible elikhuluma ngawo tongues is one of the most misunderstood uh, gifts in the church so we are going to discuss that today ngikhulele elokushini lasento zuma mangayazi into zuma modlula kamashu there is a, a township there it's called ntuzuma elokushini we had uh, different denominations spread across the township so your typical uh, uh, churches there amaweseli amalutela UCC Amar Roma African Congregational Church Presbyterian and uh, all those type uh, types of churches in the in the township uh charismatic and, uh, and and pentecostal churches too but those days because this was like in the early 90s uh, beginning of 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 the 90s uh, 1990 1991 when i i i first um joined became part of the body of christ in the true sense nankulele sontwen because my father was a was a pastor in in a mainline church african congregational church so be besizwa amabandla lawa they they spoke in tongues mainly isayoni Zionists ibona abantu ababekhuluma ngeyilimi ama charismatic churches and pentecostal churches uh, where there's a lot of scandals concerning those churches so e logishi wouldn't really focus much because most of them were headed by young people uh, in these tents so abantu ababekhuluma ngeyilimi bekuyizayoni but at the time you didn't all, all we knew was that there there was something not right about the expression ungakholwa or uyikholwa elisencane when you heard isaioni speaking in tongues often it would be in the middle of a of a prayer or at the end of a phrase just a short strange expression they would say Now it sounded strange because he, 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 what they would say often 
it was something that was common to our ears. For instance, they would say something like uh, uh, sugar diabetes, you know, at the end of a phrase, or the bazamole, and then they would say titus. And then they would carry on for a few moments on, 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 this, on, this, um, on this kind of gibberish. It sounded gibberish. Now, because of that, there was always this negative connotation attached to speaking in other tongues, such that if, if, if you got saved and you, you found yourself in a charismatic church, what you grew up listening to and hearing from Mama Zayoni, uh, it had it developed a negative attitude towards the gift of tongues in general. So we looked very strangely at those who spoke in other tongues. And this has carried on, unfortunately, this has carried on for, for years until this day. Many people today, they relate to so uh, in a negative light based on what they were exposed to when they were growing up. Uh, they would say strange things and we would laugh as young people listening to the, often it was, it was, it was, they would, uh, just in the middle of nowhere and they would just, just scream this, this language. So you didn't want to associate yourself with such because it just sounded ridiculous, to be honest, at the time. So when we got planted in a church and then you discovered that there were gifts of the spirit, you would, most people would pursue other gifts, but when it came to the gift of speaking in other tongues, there was there was something that there was a, a, a kind of, you know, one, one did not want to go all out in terms of wanting to have that and express it. There was no boldness in that. Now, what I want you to know, Basilwani, it is going to be important for us as the body of Christ uh, to... All the gifts of the Spirit are being restored back into the church. Now, there's a reason for that. But specifically, as we move towards the end of the age, it's going to be important for us to be able to speak in other tongues. Uh, it is one gift going forward that we cannot afford to do without. Now, we are going to discuss a few things tonight, and you'll re realize why we cannot afford not to speak in other tongues uh, as we as we discuss. So I want you this evening, I, I don't know what you know. I don't know why you 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 tentative. I know some of you do speak in other tongues, uh, but perhaps when you are in, in, in public in the in the midst of other people, uh, there is that uh, degree of tentativeness. You, you're not you're not you're not outgoing with it because of, of what whatever that you you know we were taught as we were growing up. What I want you to know, even as we begin, Uguti, your prayer life and my prayer life must be dominated uh, by speaking in other tongues. It's going to be important, Bazalwane, for that to happen. Your prayer, my prayer, must be dominated by speaking in other tongues. You will uh, uh, appreciate uh, this evening the reason for that and uh, the reason why the Holy Spirit uh, needs for that is impressing upon our hearts uh, for us to teach this because it's going to be important if you are going to be an effective prayer warrior and speaking things into existence 
It's going to be important that we learn and we, we, we trust the Holy Spirit for the gift of speaking in other tongues. Now, I have personally, I've been speaking in other tongues for over 25 years. And uh, I cannot remember the exact moment when it happened. But I know that there, it was not a, a moment where I, I felt embarrassed. When it happened, the Holy Spirit came and I, know, I knew just the Holy Spirit. And from that time, we, we started speaking other tongues and, and the Lord began to give us understanding, revelation of what this is about. And revelation is always unfolding in any area of the word. Uh, there is there's progressive revelation in every area. Even as I teach this evening on, on, on the gift of speaking other tongues, there will always be progressive revelation. As the Holy Spirit reveals more, there's more things that are being brought forward and we, we need to then flow with them. But um, all I can tell you this evening is that tongues have opened portals of revelation uh, for me personally. I want you to know that even as we begin, uh, but probably 90 to 95% of the stuff that I know concerning the kingdom and uh, how our church, you know, the, the, the content, the the theology behind what we do as, as a ministry. We, we, we got that as we spoke in other tongues. In my, in my life, uh, personally, what, how it happens is I speak, when I pray, I pray mostly in tongues. And as I pray, it comes out as, as interpretation. But when it comes out, it comes out. It, I know it's something that comes from God because it's, it's something I wasn't thinking about. Mm -hmm. So it, 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 revelation for me has always come out that way. God would begin to, to speak something. It's either a statement or just there's a whole lot of, 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 of an onrush of revelation coming. And there, there is more to it than that. So I want us to begin to be very hungry and thirsty for the gift of speaking in other tongues because there are portals that are ready to be opened, but we must be flowing in the gift of speaking in other tongues. Amen. So, all right, Bazaran. I want you, as I've said before, I want to just try and forget all the negative things that are connected or attached to this gift. Because the Lord Jesus, what I want you to know, these are called pearls of great price. It's what Jesus Christ died for you to have. It's what Jesus Christ died for you to experience and to demonstrate. Now, there are reasons for that. It's not, it's not just for me to, to be seen, to be spiritual. But there are things the Lord wants to do. When we speak in other tongues, there are things that begin to open up. And the Lord wants to go through that opening to, to establish His will in the earth. Amen. So, all, all, all the negativity, Let's this evening, in the name of Jesus, I pray that tonight uh, there will be revelation. Your eyes will be opened. I may not cover everything, and as we begin to teach, uh, even months to come or years to come, more will come, and then the, 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 the full understanding will, will come. But I will, I will give you enough tonight to cause you to want to pray in tongues uh, even this evening when we are done and tomorrow morning and to begin to ask the Holy Spirit, Lord Jesus, because the Bible says he, he is the giver, the Holy Spirit, they're called gifts of the Spirit. He gives the gifts. He gives the gifts. And the Apostle Paul told us to, to desire gifts. Desire them. Amen. Now, now let's come to these uh, definitions, family. Because we, we, we are teaching. It's, it's a teaching tonight on, on, on the gifts of tongues. Now, the word tongue in, in, um, in Hebrew, it's 3956 in the, in, the, in the Strong's Concordance. 
Hebrew is the word loshon, loshon. That's that's tongue. It's singular. Now that that one there, loshon, it means a human organ. It's 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 just an organ. It's an, it's it's a natural natural tongue. The organ, the physical physical member in our mouth. In Judges seven five, the Bible says, and the Lord said to Gideon. Everyone who leaps from the water with his tongue or his loshon, as a dog leaps, you shall set apart. So that is that is a tongue, uh, that is as a, a natural tongue. Now and then there's a word, tongues. The tongues in plural. Uh, now that one is often used in Greek because in the Old Testament there wouldn't be an instance where they would have to use that word in plural. They, they, they often use the word tongue in singular in the Old Testament. In the New Testament, now you begin to see the word being used in, in, in plural uh, because in Greek, the word uh, tongues, it glossia. That's where you get the word glossolalia from. It's glossa. Now, that, that, that meaning there, it's, it's language. It's language. Of course, you can have tongues, which, which is plural of, of physical of the physical uh, member, which is tongues. But in the New Testament, you see the word tongues, it's, it's, it's glossa in, in, in Greek. It means language. And Acts 2.4, it says, And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues, in other words, with other languages, as the Spirit gave them utterance we'll come to that because it's the spirit who gives utterance is the spirit who gives us the vocalization of the tongue all right now there's another word which is speech speech uh, in hebrew is 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 dobar speech means a matter or a communicated idea so you have you have tongue you have tongues and you have speech tongues it's a language then you have speech which, which, which is doba, which, which means a matter or a communicated idea. That's content that you're communicating. Uh, in Genesis 11, 1, it says, Now the whole earth had one language and one speech. You see, it had one language and one idea. Uh, that is uh, in Genesis 11, verse 1. The, the Nimrod company there, they had one tongue. In other words, there was one language. But they also had one matter to deal with. They, they were so focused mm. in what they were doing. They, they had one duba, one speech. Uh, they had one area of focus, mm. one agenda, one idea. Mm. So you can have uh, one language, but have different speeches. Mm. You can have one language, but have different agendas, according to scripture. All right. Now, for clarity, uh, family, just to clarify something, uh, here with regards to Genesis 11. Now, people of Babel, Nimrod's company, were not baptized in the Holy Spirit. In other words, they did not experience what was experienced in, on the day of Pentecost. On the day, uh, God, the Bible says God came down and their language was confused. Uh, their language was was confounded. Okay, now that's um, perhaps a topic for another day. But we must not uh, confuse uh, that experience with what 
uh, is spoken of in the New Testament when it comes to uh, speaking in other tongues, what happened on the day of Pentecost and the, the, the tongues came and they began to speak. Amen. Now, let's, let's come to, the, to this term, new tongues. New tongues, because remember, in Mark, Mark chapter 16, verse 17, the Bible says, and the sign, and these signs, and these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out devils. They will speak with new tongues. They will speak with new tongues. The new tongues or the new language. Uh, so this here, which is mentioned in this scripture, it's not a natural language. It's a supernatural language. Mm -hmm. So what was going to be given uh, as a sign, remember we have, we have miracles, we have signs, and we have wonders. But a sign, a sign of those who, who serve God, who are baptized in the Holy Spirit. It's a sign. The Bible says it's a sign. So this is a supernatural, a supernatural language. Now, these people that this particular scripture make, makes reference to, they already had a natural language. Now, God was now going to give them a supernatural language. So they were speaking in their own vernacular as you and I would speak in Zulu, Tswana, Pedi, and everything else, they had their vernacular, their language. Now God was going to give them a new, a supernatural language so they could communicate with him. So they could communicate with him. Now, what I want you to understand, Bazzolanguti, one of the signs, you see, when you become part of a new culture, one of the signs that you are part of a, of a culture, you, 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 you have uh, accepted a culture, uh, is the fact that is your ability to speak in that culture's language. Now, language is very important, especially in our nation, South Africa. And Africaners are very particular about their language. Language is powerful as a sign that we have become part of a culture, the kingdom culture. Now, in our case, as God's people, God chooses, he chooses your language. He chooses your language um, so God gives you a, a language, He gives you a, a new tongue so that you can begin to speak uh, with Him directly. I'm coming to that. Uh, now, a, a few things that I want you to note about tongues uh, from 1 Corinthians 14 in the New Testament. Tongues are not for men. In other words, they are not for people to understand. They are not for the, the people around you to understand. Uh, tongues, are, tongues are for God. In other words, it's like a hotline it's a, it's a private line. It's your private line with God. It's your hotline. We speak in other tongues. This hotline goes to the Father. That's what he has given us as a hotline, as a private, a private line with him. Amen. Another thing we know uh, about tongues is when we speak in tongues, we speak spiritual mysteries. I'm not going to dwell on this. I'm just going to give them to you because there's something I want to address uh, later on, which is very important. Uh, for this evening. But let me just give this to you. 
we 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 speak spiritual mysteries i'm gonna zero in on mysteries uh, towards the end that's gonna be the the, the gist of what i want to address with you why we need to speak in other tongues as god's people so another thing we know is that tongues are for self-edification uh, when you read that particular chapter you'll understand that that when, when you speak in other tongues you build your spirit you build your spirit as you do. Your, your, your spirit is built up. So that's that's one of the reasons. The next thing that we understand about uh, this gift, when you pray in a tongue, your spirit prays. Your spirit prays. So it's not, it's not your intellect. It's not my mind. It's not the faculties up here. It's the spirit. It flows from the spirit. So it's it's your spirit uh, who prays. Another thing we understand, family, when you pray in a tongue, your understanding is unfruitful. That's, that's the wording they use in the, that the Apostle Paul used in that particular chapter. He says, my understanding and your understanding is unproductive or unfruitful. This is why, therefore, Uma Eskuluma, Kungati, it sounds gibberish because based on the syntax, you know, the stuff that we know about the, the conventions of language, how language works, especially uh, it has to make sense. That's the, that's the whole point of communication of languages is to make sense. So when someone speaks in a tongue and we don't understand, to us it sounds gibberish. Why? Because according to the Apostle Paul, uh, our understanding is supposed to be unproductive because the tongues are not meant for us. They're not meant for our ears. They are meant for his ears. Always remember that tongues are not meant for whoever will be listening to you, but they are meant for God's ears. The next thing that we understand, let me just go through these uh, quickly. Tongues, if spoken one person at a time, there must be interpretation. Okay, that's we know that we know. What you must say, especially in a in a in a church context where you have a group of people, uh, tongues if spoken one person at a time, there must be interpretation. and you begin to speak on a on a prolonged basis. On a prolonged basis, you speak in tongues. Now, according to scripture and uh, and, and and divine order in the church. After we have spoken, then there must be interpretation. Otherwise, we have wasted everybody's time because all you had there was just a moment with God all by yourself at our expense. I don't know if you understand that. I'm saying, according to Scripture, according to divine order in the church, when we pray in tongues, we, we, we should pray, all of us as a group, let's say we, it's, it's an intercession or it's, it's a corporate prayer. We're all praying together. Now, that is okay. But when you are isolated you begin to pray on your own. I begin to pray on my own on a prolonged basis. In other words, I take time. I'm just keep on I just keep going and just keep going. The Bible says in that particular situation, there must be interpretation. Uh, because if I do not do that, the people who are listening to me, they don't know what the, I'm, I'm saying. They are lost. The, 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 that's why the apostle addresses them. So there are there is order and there are protocols involved, but I'm not going to address that tonight. Now, 
Another thing that is addressed firmly in that particular chapter, if there is no interpretation, let he who speaks in a tongue keep quiet. That verse 28. I want you to, I want you to understand that. Uh, if there is no interpretation, let he who speaks in a tongue keep quiet. In other words, just... just Now, sometimes you would speak in tongues with the expectation that somebody is going to interpret. Now, if it depends on, on the body, if, if there is a level of maturity, after you have spoken in tongues, and there will be interpretation. Um, but that's, that's, that's divine order. We will address other, th other matters concerning this uh, some other time. Uh, two last things that I need to address with you, then I'm going to get into certain other important matters here tonight. There are tongues of men and there are tongues of angels. There are tongues of men and there are tongues of angels. Now, they, there's a lot there because we have always thought that uh, when we speak in tongues, the enemy does not hear. Now, there, there, is a, a, there is a revisitation of that concept because they remember on the day of Pentecost when they spoke in other tongues, uh, they spoke human languages. In other words, the people who were around them could hear what they were saying. That's what the Bible says. Do you remember that? Right. Now, Satan understands Zulu, understands Afrikaans, understands all the languages. He's been here for thousands of years. So we, we will revisit that one. Uh, but the Bible says, All right. Lastly, on this one, it's the Holy Spirit who gives utterance family. Now, this is very important because we have seen in churches, uh, No, it can be. That's not, that's not the Holy Spirit. Tongues, it's by the utterance of the Holy Spirit. In other words, it's the Holy Spirit uh, who begins. Now, you must have faith. Once you pray, let me just tell you this, because most of you, uh, all of you are going to begin praying in other tongues. When, once you have prayed and asked for the Lord to give the gift of speaking in other tongues, now you trust him to do it. Now, as you pray, you, you will begin, your, your, your lips will move. Whatever sound that comes out of your mouth, you, vo you vocalize, you give it air. You vocalize it. Now, it may sound like some word that you have heard before. It does not matter. That, that's how you're going to grow in the gift. So I don't want you to be embarrassed because most of you are embarrassed because you think about people who are, who are, who are around you and all. No. Pray even in your own closet, in your own private space. Begin to practice. Pray about it and ask the Lord. Once you have prayed, then trust him to give you utterance, to utter words. You, you, you project it. Whatever, whatever sound that comes. I know a man who is very, very anointed. Uh, it's two people who that I was so surprised when I heard them speak in other tongues. Because one of them, he speaks, he makes two sounds. Two sounds. Um, the one who has passed away also made one, one sound. It was like, 
a sound that you could just mimic, you know, this one sound. Now, if you are given, because he chooses what he gives you, sometimes you would hear tongues sounding similar. If the Lord chooses to do so, that's fine. But he gives utterance. All right, now, let us come, family, to the dynamic power of tongues. Now, you need to understand why the Lord God gave us. He could have given us eight gifts of the Spirit, but tongues had to be one of them because the power of tongues, it's amazing. In actual fact, it's mind-blowing, uh, to be exact. Now, for those of you who have followed our ministry, who have had Mamji and myself speak and minister, uh, for months now, we've been, been speaking to you and you have heard us talk about Matthew 6.10. Matthew 6.10 basically says, Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is our motto, motto of our ministry. It is our mandate in the earth. It is just so powerful. Now, what I want to address with you is this. Now, as I do this, you will begin to develop an appetite for, for tongues. And especially those of you who go, whom, whom God is going to use, you're going to join hands with heaven, going forward uh, in, in, in co-laboring with the Holy Spirit, in fulfilling prophecy, so that everything he wants to, to, to do gets done. And as a minister, you will develop an appetite for, the, for, for, for this gift, even before I, I, I am done ministering to you. Now, before the end of the age, family, now I want you to listen to me from this time onwards. I want you to, to really pay attention to the things I'm going to be addressing with you. Before the end of the age, in for families, for individuals, for cities and nations, uh, must be done. That is our preoccupation in the earth. That which he wants done must be fulfilled. That is our focus that if they, if, if, if you want to know the reason behind the institution called the church is so that we can be uh, a conduits uh, and, and, and be instrumental in ensuring that that which he wants to do, we were born and created for him. There is no other reason for our existence without me fulfilling purpose, without me being the extension of his will. My life here is a waste of time. We were born and created for that. Everything else that comes about us comes as a result of that one main thing. We're born for him. We're born and created for his glory Amen. and for his splendor. So what I'm saying to you now is this. Says as, as I build this up now nicely, before the end of the age, his will, his purpose for the nations, for individuals must be done. In other words, there are events, family, you've heard me speak about this before. There are events that must take place in your life, in your family, in our nation. Now, these are brought about, Barcelona, by the church through prayer. These are brought about by the church through prayer. There are things which must happen in nations, in families, in individuals, in marriages, that a Christian must begin to declare uh, and, and vocalize. Now, it's a principle in the spirit, right? Now, I wanted to hold on to that. Now, these events guarantee two things. Number one, it's your inheritance. In other words, your promised land. Everything preordained for you must be done as an individual. It puts in there everything concerning... It, 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 it um, 
makes reference to your career, your calling, your your spouse, your partner, your decisions, your everything that has to do with you uh, is 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 what God wants to see happen. So these are events that must happen, and we pray these things through. So it's your inheritance. Number two, it's his inheritance. I'm not going to dwell in those. That's a sermon on, on, on its own, those two things, your inheritance. What I'm saying is this to you. There are prayers that must be prayed by the church so that certain events can begin to materialize on earth for his will to be established, for his kingdom to be established in our, in our uh, uh, territories, in our places, for his glory. We have also quoted uh, Daniel 10.12. Remember Daniel 10.12 where the angel says, Do not fear, Daniel, for from the first day that you set your heart to understand and to humble yourself before your God. Your words were heard and I've come because of your words. So heaven responds, family, to the cries and prayers and intercession of the church. Let me repeat that statement. Uh, heaven responds to the cries, to the prayers, and intercession of the church. Now, this is the issue. Romans 8, 26 says this, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, one of the most fundamental and crucial things concerning the gift of tongues is located in the scripture. This scripture says, we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. In other words, there are prayers that ought to be prayed. Let me listen. Let me repeat that. Listen to me carefully, family. Listen to me right now. There are prayers that ought to be prayed. In other words, there are specific declarations that must go into the atmosphere, that must be made in the earth realm. Those declarations must be made by men because heaven responds when man cries out. When, 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 a hu- when, when a human being, a human being uh, begins to speak certain words, it attracts heaven. It's invitation for heaven to come. So there are prayers that ought to be prayed. In other words, they, these prayers must be prayed for these events to be able to uh, be, be given manifestation in the earth realm. These prayers ought to be prayed. They ought to be prayed. In the absence of you and me praying specific prayers. See, you and I, we pray. But there are prayers that ought to be prayed. That must be prayed. So, these declarations should cause certain uh, certain events to come about. Let me repeat that. These declarations that must be made should cause uh, certain events uh, to come about. Now... Now watch this. Now, because of our blind spots in the spirit uh, as earthly people, some of those prayers or declarations will never be prayed because we don't always know what we ought to pray. We don't always know 
the declarations and the decrees that are tailor-made for our particular timeline and destiny. There are prayers that you as an individual, there are utterances that you must release into the atmosphere. When you release those utterances, those utterances connect with that which is in heaven. It's like a hook. When you release that decree, when you release that, that, that utterance, it hooks with what is in heaven. It pulls it into your timeline, into the earth realm to give it manifestation. Amen. Now, because there are prayers that a Christian may never pray, not for a lack of time, family, not because we don't have time, but for inadequate understanding. Let me repeat that. These prayers which we ought to pray, may not get prayed, not because of, of, of inadequate time, but because of inadequate understanding of all that ought to be prayed. I, I, I pray that you are with me and you are flowing with me right now. So, there are therefore certain God-ordained events. Listen to this. There are God-ordained events that will never transpire in your life, that will never transpire in my life, because there, there were prayers that ought to have been prayed. There were decrees that ought to have been released. There were utterances that ought to have been released into the atmosphere, and they were never released because we don't always know what we ought to pray for. That This is where... The Holy Spirit comes in. So there are prayers that only the Holy Spirit can pray through us because he has a 360 degree understanding of the things which are in heaven, which must be brought down here. But for those things to be brought down here, a, a, a human being must make a decree. They must come out of a mouth of that particular individual as an invitation to pull them, to transport them from, the, from, from that realm into our earth realm. So the Holy Spirit then, now I want you to listen carefully, family, because as, as I begin to uh, uh, release this to you, I want you to understand that there are things that may never happen. When you get to heaven, you will realize that there were things which were supposed to happen and they never materialized because there are prayers that we didn't pray because perhaps I did not pray in the spirit because only the Holy Spirit gets to pray certain things based on what he knows. He knows what ought to be prayed. He knows what, what each individual person ought to pray. See, there are general prayers. There are general prayers. But because you have a, finger, a different fingerprint, you are a unique being. Your destiny is unique. There are prayers that ought to come from your spirit. There are prayers that you as an individual for your particular destiny that you must pull, that you must invite into your, into your space so that they can be given manifestation in the earth realm. You must pray those prayers. Now, let me come down so that we can teach nicely. So verse 27, now listen to this, of Romans 8, continues to say this. He, the Holy Spirit, makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. 
He makes intercession for this according to the will of God. There are things which God wills would transpire in my life. There are things that God wills would happen in your life. Right. Now, I don't always know how I ought to pray because I don't have a full picture picture of what is in heaven for me. Right. So the Holy Spirit family, I wanted to know that he does not pray religious prayers. He does not pray religious church prayers. He prays God's will. He prays destiny prayers, specific prayers, destiny prayers. In other words, everything to do your your, your future partner. He, he, he speaks specifically your career choice, your key decisions in our life. Those moments which, which determine uh, different uh, uh, phases of our lives. But specific prayers and specific decrees that must be released. And he knows that if we don't release those uh, 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 things, we cannot pull. Uh, those particular events, they will not transpire in our lives. So, things you would never get to vocalize, he gets to vocalize through you. Things I would never vocalize. Maybe because see some, because we are so religious, there are things we don't even pray for because we think, we think God is not even interested in those things. Now, the Holy Spirit knows every area and every detail of our life, the things which must happen. Now, this is the heart of the matter. Now, listen carefully. Listen carefully, family, because I have about 10 minutes. This is the heart of the matter. Now, I want you to, I've been saying, listen, I want you to listen. Because these, once you get this, you will never spend a day without speaking in tongues. A day will not go by without you speaking other tongues, not only when you pray at home, but during the day just speaking other tongues. Now, the Bible says, First um, Corinthians 14, 2, For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to man but to God, for no one understands him or her. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. Gokuba ukuluma ngezilimi, kakulumi kubantu, kepa ukuluma kunkulunkulu, ngokuba kakozwayo. Ukuluma izimfitakalo, ngomoya. The word mysteries, mystery, in Greek is musterion. Uh, that's how they, they translate it. It means a secret. It means secret. Now, I want you to listen carefully. Now, there, in Scripture, there are two types of, of secrets that tongues uh, deal with. We want to begin to speak in tongues. The, the, the gift of tongues deals with these two types of secrets. Number one, it's, it's, it's the hidden agenda of, of Satan uh, in, in the earth. It's revealed. The hidden agenda of Satan is revealed. When I speak in other tongue, that which was in, 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 in the secret, which was hidden by the enemy concerning my life, whatever plot, whatever it is, which was hidden through tongues, the Holy Spirit casts it into the open. I want you to understand that. So that which he sought to uh, do in your life, the whole, through, through, through tongues, it gets vocalized through your mouth 
and, and real lips into the air so that angels get to know and God, of course, he knows. But it, 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 what that does, it, it, it paralyzes because the enemy thrives in secrecy. He thrives in the fact that he, there's something hidden that he's planning to do. Now, we see this in the book of Daniel, uh, chapter 2, verse 22. Uh, the Bible says, he reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells with him. So he reveals secret things. In other words, at no given time, the enemy will have any secret hidden uh, concerning your life. The Spirit of God will always cast it into the open as you speak in other tongues. I said, at no given moment, at no given time, will the enemy have anything hidden, planned, in secret concerning you. The Holy Spirit will always cast it into the light, into the open, as you speak into the other, in other tongues. And as it's cast into the light, it's power. It's, 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 it's paralyzed because now it's in the light. Amen. So as we pray in tongues... We, we sometimes read, we often read the, the secret diary of Satan. Uh, tongues, it's, it's the Holy Spirit gives us access into that secret diary. We begin to pray that which he, 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 he sought to do so it can be cast into the light, then it can be paralyzed. So I always understand that's, that's, that's one uh, area of, 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 of musterion, of mystery, that the, the gift of tongues uh, deals with. Through tongues, we hang... The enemy's dirty linen. I'm still on the first one. Out for all to see. It's, it's, it's like an expose. Uh, the Holy Spirit is, is big on exposés of the enemy. So that he, he reminds him through tongues. You have nothing that you can plan against her. There's nothing you can plan against him. Amen. Now, the, the, the second thing, Bazwane, uh, Musterion, that deals with is God's precious hidden truths. There are, there are mysteries, there are secrets that God wants us to know for the kingdom. There are, there are, there, there, there are secrets hidden uh, 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 pearls and, 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 and precious things in the spirit that the Holy Spirit wants us to know. Uh, that comes by way of kingdom revelation. Uh, like I told you before, how I get to understand certain things. Uh, there, there are mysteries which the world will never have access to. And uh, there are things which uh, an average person will never have gained access to, uh, will never have revelation of, because those things are, are declared, and the Spirit of God begins to declare those things, and the, he, he gives you access to those things uh, through tongues. So the, the hidden truths, kingdom revelation, kingdom understanding, uh, comes through that way. So God's hidden answers... Uh, to life's problems. Uh, that's another thing that God does through tongues. Now, I want, I want, I want to go to Daniel 2, 47. It says, the king, the king answered Daniel and said, Truly, your God is the God of gods, the Lord of kings, and the revealer of secrets. Since you could reveal this uh, secret, that particular secret that was revealed there was meant to empower the kingdom because there were things they were supposed to know so that they could plan accordingly. Now, without that secret being made plain, there were things that they were not going to get done because they, they, they were hidden. It needed somebody with the Spirit of God to make those things plain so that the nation could then follow a particular trajectory and path. 
uh, once those things have, have been revealed. That's the power. That's why prophetic and apostolic people speak in other tongues because there are things, there are mysteries that are going to take a nation forward. There are things that are going to take your individual life forward. There are things that are going to take your, our families forward, our cities forward, but they are hidden. They are mysteries. It's people who pray in tongues and they pray, they, they spend time until this, 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 this thing cracks and opens up and this revelation begins to flow to bless the nation, to bless a family, to bless that particular individual for the glory of God in Jesus' name. If we do not pray in tongues, family, I'm about to close. There are prayers that we will never pray. If we don't pray in tongues, there are mysteries we will never declare. There are realms we will never get to. There are dimensions in the spirit. There are portals we will never open because we do not know how we ought to pray. So a person who prays in other tongues begins to ensure that certain events uh, manifest in their timeline. There are things which are going to happen because the Holy Spirit begins to pray through you those particular prayers as you begin to engage the Holy Spirit. There are mysteries. There are mysteries that are let loose and they begin to flow in the name of Jesus. I tell you, family, especially young people, if you can, if you if you are single and you are still young, if you can get into the habit of praying in other tongues, there's a lot in your life that God will begin to rearrange in a proper way because tongues uh, begins to redirect your life. It redesigns and it reconfigures the things that the Holy Spirit begins to pray through you, pulls certain things into your life for the glory of God in the name of Jesus. Baptism in the Holy Spirit in the end times is not an option. Baptism in the Holy Spirit in the end times is not an option. We, if we are going to do everything the Father in heaven wants us to do, if we are going to break out of this religiosity, and being average and nominal Christians. Number one, we desire tonight the gift, the, the, the baptism in the Holy Spirit. Yes, Let us desire the baptism in the Holy Ghost. Yes, Number two, let's desire the gift of speaking in other tongues. Yes. As we speak in other tongues, there are declarations, there are decrees, there are pronouncements that we are going to make in the Spirit. And as we do those things, we are going to draw certain things into our lives that would never have gotten drawn other than us praying in the Spirit. In the name of Jesus. I want you to lift up your hands wherever you are, family. I want to spend about two minutes or so speaking other tongues with you. I want you to have... To have faith in God. If you don't speak, if you speak in other tongues, I want you. Can we unmute the people? I want you to begin to just try. I want you to know that it's His will for you to speak in other tongues. It's His will for you to speak in other tongues. It's His desire for you to speak in other tongues. So I want you to, to, to join me this evening. 
Uh, I, I will pray in English first, then I, 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 I want to release us. I want you to agree with me as I, I, as, as I, speak, as I pray. Can unmute yourself. And then uh, you will join me in tongues. You can un unmute yourself, family. Just ensure that there is order around you so that there is no interference. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we pray for your people right now. You said in the name of Jesus, you said, Lord, these signs shall follow those who believe. Laura Shatea, Carestis, Lure Memendros, La Harmeshta, Lare Meshte, Riloriam, Muste, Laura Ashlahamim, Lore Mendrias, Laura Ashlehemi, Rokakusa, for its children's bread, Lare Meshta, Lorimendros, Seberkish, things, Rolorabu Ashlahamendros, the Kabarikus, let them be drawn into the Adram, Father, as you give them the gift. I pray that you give your people the gift of speaking in the tongues. Baptize your people, even right now, in the name of Jesus. I decree, I speak it this basis for it in Scripture. And so we decree it, Father, in Jesus' name. We decree it in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. If you never spoke in tongues before, I want you right now, in Jesus' name. There's an anointing and a grace for this year right now. If you have never spoken in tongues before, I want you to open your mouth. I cannot teach you what to say. He gives you utterance. But I want you to have confidence. Begin to, whatever comes to your mouth, just, just, just vocalize it. In the name of Jesus, Father, in Jesus' name. Lord, remoshta larin dora bura mendrius. Rebekeshita. Oh, they are your inheritance. They are your people. You shed your blood for them that they might experience the flow, that they might experience the gift, that they must experience in the name of Jesus this grace for your glory. But the Bible says, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. For these things to transpire and to make manifest in the earth, they must speak. Spirit of God must declare these things through your people in the earth realm in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. As you see there, family, he wants you to speak. As you see there, he wants you to open your mouth. Because he has a stake in it. The more you speak in tongues, the faster the kingdom gets to be established in the earth. As you speak in tongues, there are prayers that he wants to pray. He wants you to pray in tongues. He wants you to open your mouth and begin to speak. Because as you do, his kingdom gets established in the earth for his glory. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Yes, God. Now let me pray, family, as we conclude tonight in Jesus' name. Just, just, just agree with me as I pray this prayer, then we close. Father, in the name of Jesus, as the Bible says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Now for the will of God to be done on earth, for your will to transpire in the earth realm, there are prayers your people ought to pray. 
And I pray, Father, for all of them that the gift of tongues begins to be their strongest gift. They begin to flow in the gift of speaking in other tongues so that through them the Holy Spirit can pray these prayers that ought to be prayed. These prayers that ought to be prayed for them to begin to generate events and give birth to events yes, in the earth realm in Jesus' name. Yes, so I thank you for all your people tonight in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Bless your family. Hallelujah. Unmute the people. Thank you.